Welcome guys, welcome back to the Me and You podcast. My name is Androx, and we are joined by someone special. If you would like to introduce yourself real quick. Hi everyone, I'm uh, Rio Kisa. You can call me Rio or Kisa. I'm okay with either. Well, it's nice to meet you, meet you, Kisa. I've known you from your stream on Twitch, which you're a VTuber. Yeah. Um, what do you mainly stream on your channel on Twitch? Um, usually I stream art, games, and also um, some singing, but uh, not really often for singing. Mostly it's just art and games. Alright, right. okay, I do want to uh, alarm the audience who are listening right now, live or afterwards on Spotify or anywhere you listen to your podcast. If you join the Discord or if you're already here, you have a chance to raise your hand and you'll have a chance to ask us questions or give us any of your comments. So if you have any questions or would like to comment something, please raise your hand and you'll have a chance to speak. Alright. Well, that's over. So, you say you play games and draw art, but what kind of games do you play? Um, usually, I like to play those uh, horror or strategic games, so it's like puzzle-based. Uh, and recently, I've been into playing FPS like Apex. So, yeah, I've not moved to a new uh, FPS game yet because I've, that's my first FPS game. <laughs> So you only play Apex, right, at the FPS game, right? Correct. And do you like Apex Legends, or do you think it's kind of hard? Um, well, for beginner-wise, on the first week when I started, it was really hard. But after a while, I start to get used to the, the pace of the game that I would play. So, yeah. So when you, when you first started, were you, like, what was your first reaction? Like, were you scared or like... Did you die a lot in the first time, or, or did you die at EDO really, really hard? Okay, so like, um, yes, it, I died several times because like my teammate just threw me into the game without telling me anything. So I was just like, oh no, how do I crouch? How do I holster my weapons? Uh, what do I do to swap my weapons? I was so lost. I was just like, okay, this is hard. Because I was a controller gamer, so like I play like games on PS Vita and PS on this. So like when I move to a PC gaming console, I'm just like confused because the game mechanics in PC versus the controller is two different formats. So yeah. Have reload. So the game didn't give you. So the game didn't give you any um like tutorial on how to play or anything. It just. Just like you open the game and boom, you had to learn by yourself. I'm reloading! Okay, so like my friend didn't inform me that there was tutorial. She said it's very easy, just like your basic P- uh, PC gaming format in terms of gaming. So I was just like, oh no, okay wait, maybe I might know. And then, because I only use what I've learned in Phasmo, so like the basic controls in Phasmo, I applied it on impacts. But not everything is difficult. So there are things that I did not know how to do. So I was pretty confused after the game. Uh, that's pretty nerve-wracking to be honest. I can already imagine. I think the first time I played any FPS game was on mobile. It was Modern Combat 5, I think. I call it MC5. It's kind of like, not a military game, but they kind of learn like 
military suits and stuff. It's kind of like Call of Duty, but different. And at first, well, the good thing is, in that game, the first thing they do is give you the tutorial. So I really, really nerve-wracking, but I, can, I play games where they did not give you any tutorial. I, I don't know, have you heard of Fortnite? Have you heard of that game? Yeah, I heard of Fortnite, but I have not checked the games uh, much. But yeah. Yeah, that game has no tutorial. There's practice in that, oh, you can oh, play no. practice, but there is no tutorial whatsoever. You have no clue how to play. I feel like, mm, when it comes to games, right, it's best to have as much of a uh, tutorial as possible, especially with the simple Um. For Apex, when you enter firing range, by right, there's two options if you're the party leader. You can enter tutorial mode, but you have to be solo. So if you're entering as a team party on the early stage, there will not be a tutorial room for you to enter. Right, right. So, since you're a VTuber on Twitch, I was kind of curious, because like, everybody do something for a reason, right? So like, what was your reason? to start Twitch, like, stream as a VTuber. Okay, so for VTubers, there's many types of VTubers. There's VTubers that make people laugh, there's VTubers who do, like, curse memes, and many more. Lah. For me, personally, I do VTubing more for personality uh, streaming. Yeah, so, like, example, like, people request me to be, like, a certain character. I would try my best to be that character, but usually I'll put it as a revealing point system. Yeah, like I mean, I like to be in character because I'm a cosplayer myself, so uh, to impersonate as a character or create an impression is uh, something I would call a hobby, uh, that it makes me happy. And then it makes you happy, right? The one thing that, that I find kind of good that you say you're a cosplayer, which it kind of makes sense why VTubing will work together because you have to be the character you choose, you know what I'm saying? Yep. I, yeah. yeah, I got you. Yeah, so since you cosplay, I'm sure that I, if you have an Instagram and I saw it. So people who are listening right now, make sure you check her Instagram and be down in the bio of this podcast. So yeah, so I was checking her Instagram. And you cosplay a lot of people, so what was your favorite cosplay so far? I mean, like, cosplaying for nearly 11 years this year, uh, counting this year as 11, so it's like, my favorite character is Hatsune Miku, but uh, I do cos characters that have um, these Onesan bikes, which is like um, the big sister, yeah. Uh, Miku is still my most favorite character, even though it's been 10 years I've been causing her. Yeah, I wouldn't like really stop causing Miku characters. Well, like, where did this character come from? Okay, Miku is a vocal synthesizer created by Yamaha. Uh, they use it to make songs in replacement of human voices. But the original base of this, uh, the voice synthesizer is a person's voice. So, Miku's voice has developed over the years. Correct? So, her voice will start to sound more realistic over a long period of time. But at the same time, people um, picture her as the futuristic 
uh, virtual scene. Yeah. Right, right. Very interesting. I've never heard of it before, but it sounds very, very interesting. So. Yeah, you can check it out. Okay, I definitely will. I mean, you might have to type the name afterwards just in case that I forget. <laughs> no problem. So, so you had a Discord server, so people make sure you check out her Discord server as well. I have everything the links to her Instagram, to Twitch, her Discord, down in the bio too, but you probably wouldn't know because you already checked. So, um, so since you, as since I saw your Discord server, I see that you posted your the food you ate once. And could you describe it what that food was? Is it the one with the the, the fries and fried chicken? Yeah, yeah, that one. Oh yeah. Okay, so basically that food is uh from a restaurant, fast food restaurant called Four Fingers in Singapore. I'm not sure if there's uh Four Fingers in other countries, but Four Fingers is basically a, a fast food restaurant that makes chicken uh marinated, coated with uh very spicy or garlic soil sauce after being fried not before fried because most chickens if you want taste they will like marinate it first then they fry but this one takes a turn where they fry it and then they marinate it nice sounds really tasty to be honest you said i know right you said four fingers right four fingers yeah Okay, fun fact about the bread It's like four fingers because when you hold the chicken, you are left with four fingers. Makes sense? Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> Pretty interesting. Like, yeah, it makes so sense. Yeah. So you said it in yeah, so You said it in Singapore? Yeah, from Singapore. So, people say things like, example, Four Fingers is what is different from other fast food restaurants is that um, most restaurants you see, like, they have shaker fries and everything like McDonald's. But for Four Fingers, it's a specific set of um, sh- uh, shaker fries. Not really shaker fries, but fries dusted with a uh, flavored powder. So, like, example, they have only two flavors, uh, specifically kimchi and also seaweed. Okay, I read, I read the interesting because like, you're from Singapore, and we're talking about food here, and I'm not from Singapore, so the foods are kind of different over there. So, if if somebody who would be new to Singapore, what would be the first food you would want someone to try? Hmm, depends on the country itself because certain people have uh, certain food. Outlets at the country itself. So, one one thing may be true is that their outlet might not have the same exact thing that Singapore has. So, I would usually recommend them um, our local delicacies. So, like the Hainanese chicken rice, and there's also the chili crab. Yeah, those two are quite popular in Singapore. Nice, nice. The funny thing is, I already ate breakfast. And I think I might be hungry for chicken. Family's full attention like my freshly prepared chicken. The delicious KFC $20 fill-up with eight pieces of extra crispy chicken inside will surely get your kids off their phones. And they may even look at you, their loving parent. KFC, it's finger-licking good. 
Oh no. <laughs> I actually ate uh, the simplest food. Yeah. Toaster strudels. I don't know if you heard of that before. Toaster strudels. Toaster strudels? Yeah, have you heard of it? Not of strudels, but ours is apple strudel pie. Yeah, uh, like for us, toaster strudels, it's like. It's like. I don't know how to explain it. It's like. It's not bread, but it's like some kind of wheat. It's like square and has like gel inside, like some kind of jam, a different flavor. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, in, in Singapore, we have a store specifically selling just apple strudels, and there's also peach versions of it. So, it's like apple pie, but different. Yep, you're right. My favorite one is the banana. I don't know, banana cream. I don't know, it just tastes good to me. I put chocolate on top. So it's like the best. Me personally. So yeah. Um I did wanna try to make this more interesting, so why don't we switch it up this time? Uh instead of me asking you questions, I want you to ask me questions. Hmm. Oh maybe like uh education itself. Because I'm kinda curious how in America, it works because in Singapore we have like uh, twelve years of education till we went to we can go into the workforce. Right, right. So, so for mm-hmm. so for example, right for the for children that reach until the age of six, uh, six years of education is a must. And for primary school students, then you can uh, decide on your path to either a secondary school or a private school. So secondary schools last about four years, and that four years after it's um what we call poly. Poly is three years, which is also a diploma stage. We call it a uh, what it what's that English word for it again? Uh. I can't remember, but, but basically, at this stage, students can actually choose between diploma or junior college, which is also, I think, if I'm not wrong, in America, college school is about the same. I think it is. Like, let, let me try to make sense because, like, you explain the education kind of in Singapore. Like, in America, it's like, instead of Six years in the beginning, uh, six years in the beginning, it'll be five years in America, unless you count one in the beginning. Because it goes like this, kindergarten, which is like, for like, babies, like from three to four year old, and then we have first grade, which is like, after kindergarten, it is like, one, two, three, four, five, like first grade, second grade, third grade. Fourth grade and then fifth grade, and we call that elementary school, which is like younger kids. And after that, you said four years, right? You said four years after that instead of in Singapore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So instead in America, it'll be three years, which should be called middle school, which is like in the middle. Because after that, it's high school. So since so the middle, you know, it's like Ooh. six, seven, eight. It's kind of like a number order, like from 1 to 12. So 
there's not like 12 years overall, unless you count kindergarten, mm-hmm. but that's basically like for baby stuff. Oh. And then after the 12 years, uh, mm-hmm. education is college. The college is like optional if you want to go to get your career in whatever mm-hmm. job you want. Mm. That was interesting. Um, so for, okay, so basically I was going to say like for kindergarten and nursery is a separate uh, count from your education scale. So for Singaporeans, we... Uh, wait, let me think again. Oh wait, it's counted. So basically nursery is one year, kindergarten is two years for us. So I'm kind of surprised though, like for you it's like uh, grades uh, what do you call it? High school? Was yeah, it high school? school. Yeah. Okay, so high school is like grade 1 to 5, correct? No, that's elementary school. Elementary oh, school. Oh, elementary school. Okay, elementary. Yeah. Okay, elementary school is only up to 5. Because for us, we push up to 6. Because we have this thing called Cambridge O-level exam. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. And then there's also the PSLE. I forgot what's the name, but they call it uh, primary school living exams. Yeah, PSLE is our final years for us to graduate to a uh, secondary school where we take our Cambridge exam on the fourth year. So for the for the normal academic students, they have to take an additional year uh, before their O levels. So for their fourth year, they will take like um, N levels. So it's a bit different from O level. Mm-hmm. I did want to say that's really interesting because like, I did want to ask mm-hmm. you about testing in Singapore. Because like, in America, you have to take tests like every two weeks because you have to take tests on the stuff that you learn that the teacher taught in that mm-hmm. two weeks. But the main test to see if you pass in order to go to the next grade, which is like the next year of mm. education, it starts from third mm-hmm. grade, which is the third year of elementary, unless you don't count kindergarten of grade. Uh-huh. And then from that point afterward, you take a test at the end of the year, and if you fail, you gotta start mm-hmm. over that year again, which is pretty hard. So, so there's a lot of tests in America, but I don't think it's a good mm. idea. Tell them, have you heard of okay. Finland? Have you heard of Finland? The country Finland? Yeah, I heard of Finland. Yeah, in Finland, they don't have mm-hmm. any homework. They don't take a lot of tests, and they have less time, like less days in school. And supposedly that Finland is number one smartest in the in the world. Supposedly the number one smartest. I can I can kind of believe that. But one thing I can't believe that's, that's, is that they have no homework or tests. Okay, if like on average the amount of people that they, they tested with is like on a higher tier, it's still understandable why they don't have a lot of tests. But it's because of the. I guess the upbringing of the culture itself because for Singapore, right? Even if like test is a thing for our assignments, you know like exam papers have like paper and one and two, correct? Mm-hmm. 
So what our like our teachers do right, we we will like receive I think one week we receive like two or three maths papers or both one and two from different schools and then we'll need to do those papers plus science papers and English paper and Chinese papers. So it's just like one big pack stack of exam papers I had to do for my homework during my primary five days. So we like doing papers non-stop and the teacher expects you to finish in like less than a week. And I was just like, huh? That is so horrible. That is horrible. Yeah. I, I, I kind of know how that feels like because I'm taking some college class during my high school years. So it's kind of early taking college class, but I decided to take it because the school provides it. So I'm like, why not take it earlier? It makes it makes me not smarter. It I, like it doesn't make me smarter. It just helps you so then you can have a couple of years of college already. So when you do go to college, you don't need to take those years because you already took it. So basically you get a head start. Now, I kind of find it as skipping a year of high school to instead of to the last yeah. grade in high school is 12th grade because like 12 year 12th grade. And it's the, in the 12th grade, you get to choose if you want to take college class, like from college, or you want to take regular high school class, and I chose college. And the good thing is, you get both college credit and uh, high school credit. Credits are kind of like points, but it's like just to take scores of if you did well in the class or not. Yeah, for that we also have in Singapore, but it was only in poly and secondary school. So yeah, most of our grades for primary school is more on how much percentile of your your papers you've achieved, and then you just translate it into grades. Okay, that's good. So um, we're about to wrap it up. So I just want to ask two, uh, two, yeah, two quite a quick question. So, since you're sure. Kisa, the amazing Kisa, who gives the best head pat on Twitch, but people, if you check out her Twitch, <laughs> I think the main reason the head pat are so expensive is because they're the best, and because a lot of people want head pat. Yeah, apparently everybody loves it, so I was just like, okay, sure, I mean, if you love it, then I'm happy. Yeah, so I did want to ask, um, if you have any advice, any advice or anything, what advice would you give today? Mm, I mean, life, life is never perfect, honestly speaking. So if you ever feel sad or anything, just really take a break. Don't, don't push it. Don't force yourself to do stuff that really cannot help you to feel any better. Always try to take a break. Pick some do something that you would like to do. Maybe like having a good meal, comfort meal, uh, or you can just go out for breather. Like maybe like near your backyard or something. I don't know. Just then stare at the sky. Don't think so much. Just blank out your mind. Blank out your mind. After that, you come back into the house. Then you go back to your stuff because it does give your brain a bit of space to stop being um you know dumb. <laughs> 
and they start being negative and shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I really wanna open the floor real quick. Uh, we only have one audience. So a couple of them came in and a couple of them left. But we only have one or two right now. We have your waifu and then we have Yasin. Do you do any of you two have any questions before we end the stream? And we give you 10 seconds to raise your hand. If you don't, if you don't raise your hand in this 10 seconds, then I'm gonna wrap it up and then that'll be the, that'll be the end for this episode 10 with the VTuber Ryu Kisa on Twitch. So 10, 9, 8, you better raise your hand. 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, come on, somebody raise your hand, you gotta have some kind of question. 3, 2, 1, the, oh, you, oh, he left. He raised his hand, but he left. Too bad, okay. So thank you, Kisa, for being here with us today. Thank you for being here today. Sure. I hope you have a fantastic day. I hope everybody has a fantastic day, mm -hmm. and I hope we get to have you in the future podcast again in the future. All right, sure. thank you. No Take care now. Bye bye. See you guys. Bye.